This is an Ian special report. Now reporting. I am a hassle. Ian's <laughs> at six. When the clock struck six, it meant one thing. When you yell, sometimes things fly out of your mouth. Now, from the ESPN New York News Desk, here's Anthony. Anthony. Let's go to Anthony. Anthony. Hello, everybody. Hello. I am Anthony Pusick, and welcome to ENN. It's presented by D'Agostino and Associates, the injury firm. 888-24-LAW-24, D'Agostino. Bite back on this Tuesday. I'd like to start off by saying good evening to Don. I don't know, but whoever it is, I hate them. Started off the day strong, Peter. That was early. That was like five minutes into the show. That was early on. How about this? No, no. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. (laughs) Strong. And then there was this. Enjoy a nice piece of meat. It was. It was. I'm not a filet guy. You know that. I know you're not. I'm a ribeye, New York strip. Filets are for, you know, bachelorette parties. (laughs) I enjoyed it. I love a filet. I'm a filet man. Well, that's you. I like filet. That's why I ordered it. I prefer a... I should have gotten... The fish looked delicious, too, by the way. You look like a bone-in guy. I am a bone-in guy. I should have gotten the the sea bass, though. Yeah? Because I heard it was fantastic. It looked delicious. And and it came with the wasabi Yukon mash. Mm. In other words, that's mashed potatoes to you and me. Oh, of course. Also, good news. Good news. Natalie stopped by the venue today. You got cake. I got cake. Huge. Without That's her even big. asking. Or my guy, I Andrew, just walked over with a big box of cake for her. I was there, by the way. I may bring some in tomorrow, guys. We may partake. You guys want oh. to partake in some cake? Yes, it was delicious the would first you do time. That? I would, I'm, I'll, shoot, I've I don't never think... had double the cake from the same wedding. I'm, that I'm, wasn't I'm your own. My own. Right. I might bring some cake tomorrow. That sounds delicious. Cake, 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 cake. And no Michael K. No, no, the, the, no the icing K. was tremendous. It was delicious. No, Michael K. She said you only had a bite or two, right? I only had a bite or two. You should enjoy a whole piece. And it's funny because when we did the taste test, that was the thing I was least impressed with was the cake. And then I tasted the cake at the wedding and I went, this is much better than the cake we had. Hmm. By the way, shout out to Calandras. What a great job they did, too. Fantastic with the job. Right. Really, really. Sorry, was. sorry. Continue. No, Continue. no. This is important because it actually does have to do with your wedding. Hi, Peter and Don. Because like, it won't come off easily, but it slips a little bit. Yeah. And then with some water, you know, lube it up a little bit. Are we still talking about the ring? <laughs> it's a long one. Unfortunately, I don't know if it can be eligible for drop mat. That's, a, that's another one that's and there just you fantastic. Go. There's another one. And uh, let's just relive what happened yesterday at the end of the show. Where, Don? In Hapaqua? Hapaquage. Hapaquage. How do you say it? Hopog? Sure. <laughs> that was real. Those yeah. are the good ones, though. Yes, that was real. Those are the ones that'll, that'll get you very far. So, here we, we have, are. I don't know if you guys know, we have the All Star game tonight in baseball. Oh, yeah, I've heard of it. This All-Star Game preview brought to you by Jack Pocket. Uh, and all the coverage begins right after the show, correct? Yes, right after the show. Beautiful. 7 o'clock, 98.7 if you want to listen on Beautiful. Ray Beautiful. And uh, Beautiful. 8 o'clock on Fox. Uh, Garrett Cole gets the start for the uh, American League, and he talked about how great it is to be able to get the start. I'm physically able to do it, and I got an opportunity. Thankful that Dusty selected me. Um, you know, like some of my fondest memories growing up, one of them is watching Pedro in the All-Star game. And I've been to a few of them and, and you know, had the pleasure of watching some future Hall of Famers do it. And um, I've always been like, man, I, I really, really hope I could do that one day. AL and Astro manager Dusty Baker with some high praise for the Yankee ace. He's one of the best there is. Plus, he wanted it. You know, a lot of guys, sometimes they might not want to pitch in this particular game, but, you know, he wanted to pitch. But, hey, man, if a guy like Garrett Cole wants to pitch, I'll, I'll let him pitch. It's going to be great to watch Cole pitches one or two innings at dinner and then switch two? it off to something else. Two? Maybe you think he'll, he'll pitch two. a second inning? You think he'll get two? 
It'll keep me there for a little bit longer. But it should be interesting. No? I think so. No. 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 You're good. It's going to happen, so might as well do something. As RJ would say, that's the thing that happened. That is the thing that happened. That is the thing that happened. That's the thing that's going to happen. I mean, we should celebrate Garrett Cole, though. I mean, that's a, that's an, it's nice to have a, a yeah, true ace. It's Look, not nothing. You're starting the All-Star game. He doesn't pro- shy away from big moments. He Let's does. put it that way. The problem is this. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. If Garrett Cole does not win a World Series, he will be remembered as basically a zilch by the fans, even though right now he is playing. Think about it. The Yankees gave Garrett Cole... Verlander, Scherzer, money, essentially, right? A little bit less? I think slightly less than they got. Less, because they ended up being the number one right. number one again, but yeah, slightly less. They are getting so much more money for what they paid for. They are getting every bit of what they paid for Garrett Cole, and you should be happy about that. But until they win a championship, and until he pitches that pivotal game five where, oh my God, it's that moment, um, yeah, the, the Yankee fan just won't appreciate it. But tonight, you get to have your guy starting the All-Star game. Which is pretty cool. That, of course, I don't know if you guys know this, is the All-Star Game Preview. Oh, beautiful. Brought to you by Jack Pocket. Powerball, $725 million. Mega Millions, $500 million. Both very playable if you want to make some money back on that wedding, Peter. Play official state lottery games on your phone with Jack Pocket. Download the Jack Pocket app and get your first ticket free using code ESPN18 or older. Gambling problem? New York, call one 877 hope or text HOPE-NY. New Jersey, call 1-800-GAMBLER. See jackpocket.com slash TOS for terms. Um, somebody that will be DHing in the All Star Game tonight, but not pitching, will be Shohei Otani because, of course, he left his last start before the All Star Game with a blister. Um, but he's good enough to hit, so it's nice that he will be there. Because with no Trout and no Judge, kind of takes the juice out of the AL All Stars that you don't have two of the better players playing in this game. But Eduardo Perez was on ESPN Radio earlier, and I don't know if you guys know this: the Angels have been, after starting very, very well, have hit a bit of a, a snag, a little bit of a rut. And he thinks the Angels have to, have to trade Shohei Otani. The offer's too good. You have to consider it. And then Shohei Otani can then, in the offseason, decide where he has to go. Baseball is different than basketball and different than football. You make your money on the field. You can make some incentives uh, and endorsements off the field. But Shohei Otani's making more money off the field than he is on the field on the international market. So he'll have to consider where he goes and how that could play also economically to his favor. But if I'm the Angels, the smart move, not the emotional move, but the smart move is to trade him. So I know Eduardo said that he could get traded now and then contemplate his free agency. If you're a team that's trading for Shohei Otani for half a season, don't you want some assurances that he has a chance to sign back with you? Plus, that would be a better package for the Angels, no? (laughs) And better yet, should the Mets do it. Or should they wait for free agency? This is not going to work out. Like, the Angels are going to get something because he's not going to resign there. So whatever you get, you get. So you think he's going to get traded? Unless they see some value in making the playoffs with him and seeing if that can maybe convince him to want to stay. I I don't don't think so. So, yeah, you want to get something for him. But but it's only going to be a team that's got a chance to win. So how many teams have the package and have the chance to win? Because you're not going to be guaranteed to sign him. Now, you will get an exclusive period in which you can talk to him when the season is over. But if the guy wants to test free agency, are you going to give up a ton and then have that guy sign? Like, you're the Mets, all right? You want to make a run. 
and then he goes signs with the Yankees or someplace else, and, and you gave up all that equity. Mets can't do that. I don't think the Yankees could do it either. No, I don't see him going to the Yankees. The Angels currently on a five-game losing streak, now five games out of a wild card behind the Yankees, Boston, Seattle, um, and of course the three teams in the wild card, Baltimore, Houston, and uh, Toronto. Um, somebody that uh, is there at the All-Star Game for the Mets, Kodai Senga. Via, tra- via translator, it would be helpful if I had my mic on, right? Yeah, um, generally. Asked about recruiting Otani to the Mets. Any plans to, to recruit him uh, here? It's uh, I can't use it. <laughs> 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 I'm going to put this hat on him right now. <laughs> See, just put that Mets hat on him. That's all it takes. Pretend what, what, that, what, what, what was that? Pretend that, that I have an earpiece and I couldn't understand one word that was said. So I, I have headphones. It was, it was actually spoken directly to me. I have no idea what was said. Go ahead. Try again. No sound. It worked out better yesterday. Um, they were they asked him if he's going to recruit Otani, and of course, Koda Senga needs a translator. So he, in Japanese, said, I'm just going to go take my hat and put it on him. Got and it. that is going to be my pitch to him. I'm sure that they spoke. They spoke at length on the field with no translators, and I'm sure Kodai Senga did his best to try and recruit Otani. I wonder how much it could affect a Japanese player to have another Japanese player on a team. I don't think it could hurt. I think it de- it no, it definitely, it, de- it, I, I, it definitely couldn't hurt. Dom, were there any... What, what's, what's the biggest Japanese tandem in baseball that we've had? Wow. Has there Has been? There been? Who played tandem? with Matsui? Was there another... Not that I can... Re- no, didn't, didn't overlap was, with Keigawa. Did, did he, but he, did he uh, overlap with Arabu? I don't believe so. Because I just wonder, when you're from a part of the world that is so far away and culturally so different, I just wonder if that is something that really could be... You know, like it's it's having two players... They're, they're on every team, they're... 10 Latin players from right. five different Latin countries. Yes, there's connections and crossover. Not the same, though, as being from across the world. No one else speaks the language. It, I, I do wonder if that could actually be a factor that Shohei might care about. And any and any concerns Otani would have, he could ask Senga, hey, what was it like for the first month in New York? Like, right. Is it, can I acclimate there pretty easily? I like the West Coast. It's closer to home. Definition of closer to home, you're still across an ocean. But um, but closer, that's why Ichiro stood in Seattle for as long as he did. Um, so that that's interesting and something to keep an eye on, especially if the Angels continue to fall out of it. Guys, Caesar Sportsbook put out some over-unders for the Oh, yeah, we meant to talk Knicks. about this. We didn't. Sure did, yeah. but we can now. Yeah, we I can. think we can. Sure, we should. So, what you guys have in front of you, because Don wanted to know how Vegas did last year. I gave you guys last year's in August over under totals for the NBA teams. I believe, if I remember correctly, because I don't have it in front of me, I think there was 12 overs and 18 unders. I think is what I wrote down. Yes, 12 okay. overs, 18 unders. So, what do you guys think? Because I believe the Knicks last year was 39 in August for their over under. Okay. And I believe, obviously, well, of course they went over. What do you think Caesars has the Knicks at on this day, 7 11, 2023? Over under. Um, I think you already told me. I did. And I think it was 45 and a half. 45. That's right. Mm. And it has not moved. 45 and a half. So let me ask you this, because they won 49 games last year. 47. 47. See? Listen. 47. Do the Knicks go over? 45 and a half wins. I, I think they'll go over 45 and a half wins uh, by, mm. by a few games. 
but Better hope. But, but Don, I don't think if they win 48, 49 games, that means they were the same team. Yes. What Vegas was essentially be telling you is we did underrate the Knicks last year. But now we believe they are they're still they around were. what they were. Right. And they have and that's kind of what we thought, right, guys? Dante G. Vincenzo gets signed, that's great. Obi Toppin leaves. And you're essentially bringing back a very similar roster. But if you want to attract a disgruntled superstar, you better win those 49 games. What do you think, Don? I, I, I would have them right about around If there. I had to I wouldn't touch it. But if I had to bet it, I would go over. Let's give some love to the Brooklyn Nets as well. i got to go find their over-under. Uh, Spurs with Wemby over-under 29.5. That's it? That's it. Yeah, Don, call me crazy. Uh-oh. Call me crazy. Mm-hmm. I respect Pop so much, uh, and I know it's year one, and the expectations aren't high yet, and there's not a lot in San Antonio besides Wemby. Better get 30 wins. I could see them. Get, I could see them getting thirty wins though. Yeah, if I had to with, bet it with Pop at the helm, it would probably be over. But so is I, that is that the suckers play? Are they winning like nineteen games and that they know every sucker is just going to be like, what? No chance. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Uh, Anthony Griegis chimed in. In 2014, the Yankees had three Japanese players. How about that? Can you that? name them? Uh, Tanaka. Yes. Um, Matsui was there in 2014? No. Ichiro was. Ichiro. Ichiro. But, Ichiro. But here's the rub, the third one. Ichiro Tanaka. The third one. Huh. I have no idea. Greek is very good at what he does. Very good. I thought it was going to be a gambling thing because we were talking about the NBA. Oh, boy. Hiroki Kuroda. Wow. Kuroda. I forgot about Hiroki Kuroda. I don't even know who he is, so I, I can't even beat myself up. Well, I do he hope played. he's doing well, though. He pitched three seasons for the Yankees. I forgot he did. Is that 12, bad? 13, and 14. Mm-hmm. So. so I'll answer your question, Peter. In any walk of life, you'd want somebody that you can connect with. It can't hurt. <laughs> I was reminded, by this, the way. Wow, this lineup of the San Antonio Spurs is... As I, mean, as I was scrolling, by the way, bug. guys, <laughs> I realized I couldn't find the Nets, and here's why. There's only 25 over-unders out this this early for Caesars, because we are waiting on Damian Lillard. So anybody in reports that could be involved so in Portland's this trade... out. There's no Portland. There's no Brooklyn. There's no Brooklyn. Boston. No Miami. No Miami. Uh, I got to see if the Celtics are there. Over under four, 54 and a half. Yeah, we're supposed to be good again. So like Vegas doesn't what seem about to Memphis? think. What about Memphis? What's the Memphis OU? The Memphis over under. Let's go take a look at that. Got to go on the good old Caesars I'm curious about book. I'm, I'm going to say. All right, you tell me. They're going to get job back after 25. Remember, the Knicks are 45 and a half. I'm going to say Memphis is 44 and a half. <laughs> no. Don, any idea? <coughs> I can call 43 and a half. Am I way 46 off? 46 and a half. Oh, okay, I was right there. So one better than the Knicks. So something to keep an eye on. Just a little basketball for us. Speaking of... One better than the Knicks, including being down 25 games without their best player. Yeah. Right. Pretty so much. Still but hey, that. hey, hey. Marcus Smart. That's right. Yeah. 
uh, Trailblazers GM Joe Cronin spoke yesterday. You don't know that. I call uh, him Bone and Cronin. I, I do, but I don't have the sound. Just, <laughs> just for Don, I don't have the sound, and I think we're going to move on from that. Um, he said, speaking of Lillard, we're going to be patient. We're going to do what's best for our team. We're going to see how this lands, and if it takes months, it takes months. Hmm. Oh, I know we have it, Jacob, but Don, no sound. No sound. But here we go. We're going to hear from him anyway. I think what I've learned more than anything is patience is critical. Don't be reactive. Don't jump at things just to seemingly solve a problem. I think the teams that have ended up in the most positive situation post-trade have been the ones that have been really diligent and taken their time and been not been impulsive. The teams that kept their urgency under control. So I think that's how my approach is gonna, has been with this and will be with this is we're going to be patient. We're going to do what's best for our team and we're going to see you know how this lands and if if it takes months, it takes months. So there you go. We might not hear about the Damian Lillard deal for quite some time. Guys, two interesting stories in the college ranks. Remember our friend Bob Huggins? Uh, I, Bob Huggins has had quite a interesting couple of months. He's had quite an interesting couple of months and more even interesting couple of days. So he kept his job after the slur he said on the radio. Um, that wasn't enough. That wasn't enough. He got caught um, in Pennsylvania. Sure. Uh, in a DUI. And then he re- he resigned, and we thought that that was over. Um, Bob Huggins says he did not write his resignation statement. On Monday, he said he never submitted a resignation notice to the school and should therefore be employed as the school's head coach. West Virginia responded, reiterating their stance that Huggins did indeed resign and that they won't reinstate him. I really have no comment other than this is a very bizarre story. Oh, it is. And Bob Huggins, who was once a very respected head coach in West Virginia and in college basketball, is really not taking this very well. He is... Let me tell you something about Bob Huggins. Oh, yeah. Hello, Freddie Kitchens there. Freddie Kitchens. Kitchens wouldn't appreciate you even saying them in the same sentence. No, absolutely not. Don, Bob Huggins has such a lovable name. Huggins. It's like it's like it's it's like a yeah. huggy, like a yeah, huggy. And, and that's that how that's... he was portrayed for a very long time. He was very well respected and loved. He he he's always been a monster. Oh my goodness. I mean, Don, am I wrong? Well, monster's strong. Monster's quite strong. But he 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 always he loved to draft. He loved to go recruit hooligans, and then he loved even if they weren't hooligans, he coached his team that way because he's a hooligan. So he coached his team into playing a certain way that was always a little dirty and rough around the edges. And he always felt like just a bit of a can't trust him kind of guy. Now, Bob Huggins couldn't just keep the spotlight to himself this week. Although I will say the nickname Bob Thuggins was among my favorite. I love that. That is nice. You remember that, right? That's right right up there with the Pillsbury Throwboy. Yeah, Pillsbury (laughs) Throwboy, Bob Thuggins. Like, those are strong nicknames. Have you guys seen what's going on in Northwestern? Well, it's a school in Chicago. It sure is. Um, But head football coach Pat Fitzgerald was under fire Mm -hmm. within the last week for a reported hazing incident with the football team. Go ahead. Uh, Late last week, Pat Fitzgerald was suspended two weeks by the university after the allegations came out. Okay. Um, great reporting by North, the Northwestern student uh, newspaper. Well, that's that's a very good student newspaper. A very good student newspaper. Top journalism well, school. Only school right. I didn't I'm get sure into that I applied to. I'm sure the coaching staff disagrees. Who does it? Well, the coaching, the coaching staff, staff is not a fan of them right now. <laughs> no, but, they but do. a lot of ex-players had come out about this being 100% accurate. All of these different reports did about... You, did you apply to Newhouse? I did apply to Newhouse. You got in? I did get in. And you went to Fordham? Money. Oh. 
So. Thank, you, thank you. Thank you for your honesty. Don't, get, Not, don't just get in his family's pocket. No, but I, I, need, I needed the honesty because as great as Fordham is, if you wanted to be in journalism and you chose Fordham over Newhouse, yep. you would be what they call a hack-a-doodle-doo. Wow. Tough, t- tough decision, but as the great Michael K would say, how's it working out for me? I, I, I don't think we've answered yet. That's a good point. <laughs> uh, so two weeks, Friday, suspended following okay. the hazing allegations. Right. Um, then, earlier this week, the president changed his tune and has fired Pat Fitzgerald. Okay. Um, let's talk about the timeline from Pete Thamel on ESPN Radio, our college football um, reporter, on the timeline that led to this firing. There was a multi-month investigation done by an outside law firm. Results given to Northwestern's executives on the university administration, not athletics, and they came to the determination of, of really what now in retrospect is looked at as like a unusually soft penalty. Right? It was a, it was a two-week suspension in the middle of, middle of summer when the very same results that North Northwestern's administration looked at came to light in the Daily Northwestern through their reporting over the weekend. The school completely reversed course, and uh, it, it ended up essentially where we are today. Obviously, the detailed and just you know really difficult to even talk about the nature of the hazing activities was gruesome, and nobody really denies that they that they had happened. And, and I think a lot of this came down to the the ambiguity over the knowledge of Pat Fitzgerald and the coaching staff. But you know the school was clearly put on its heels over the weekend by the Daily Northwestern's reporting and uh, the tidal wave of. of a bad press followed, and, and that's where we are today. Taffet Gerald is no longer uh, Northwestern's football. Hey, can you had told t- me a week ago that Taffet Gerald. Can someone tell me what happened, though? Well, there, the alleged, the alleged is that there was a lot of hazing, um, some of it sexual in nature, at the program with the undergrads, the freshmen. Can only imagine. Um, I've, I've heard but stories Pat Fitzgerald about had no knowledge of this happening, which I find in any organization hard to believe. That, well, and it could be a fireable offense for not knowing. That you could have, and right, exactly, Peter. If you didn't know, and you only got a two-week suspension for not knowing, you should feel pretty lucky. Now, of course, Pat Fitzgerald, because the original suspension was two weeks, um, did say that he is uh, going to take the necessary steps with his lawyers to protect his rights in accordance with the law. Um, obviously, being that he had a two-week suspension, and now he is no longer has a job. Hmm. Um, defensive coordinator David Braun expected to be named the acting head coach. In the time, I'm, that big, I'm a big Braun guy. Big, also, big Braun guy. But this story is certainly not going away, and something I'm well, sure. We, we will but that is, is if you dig around, is there more info, or it's just like people believe it to be sexual in nature? The Daily Northwestern has um, quotes from former players that those types of things went on in other things, racial things as well. Oh. Um, so, you know, if you do enough digging, I'm sure that you'll find horrible <sighs> things in every football program, but Northwestern's um, right now is getting... Uh, Not getting in the Maryland. We were all class. Uh, all class. Um, one thing that I know is exciting, Peter, because I talked about it with him earlier today, and then we'll wrap up ENN. You don't know the first thing about um, me. I don't, but Tyson Fury and Francis Naganu have an October 28th fight date in Saudi Arabia. Yay! Oh, yeah. It's unclear if the lineal champion Fury's WBC heavyweight title will be on the line against Naganu, mm. the former UFC heavyweight champion. Peter, I asked you if there was any interest because do we know for sure that Naganu can box? I don't uh, no. I, I we mean, know Tyson Fury can box. Listen, I don't like this for Nganu from the, a winning standpoint. No. Um, now listen, Nganu can punch for sure. Not like Tyson Fury, and I think Tyson Fury will run circles around him. But by the way. I, I believe Tyson Fury, if you're going to take this fight, and it's meant to be compelling, and he will be a heavy favorite. I don't know, did any odds come out yet already? I could probably look. We'll see. I wondered, let me know, Jacob, if any odds came out. I'm sure uh, Fury would be like, my guess, 
minus 300, minus 350, if it's a boxing match, which it is. So then, Don, don't you think, if you want to make it compelling, you're already the heavy favorite. We know how this will likely go. Put the titles on the line. Now, I guess the logic would be, because of the sanctioning bodies in boxing, Nganu couldn't just jump over contenders. Yeah, that's, that's what it does. That's, that's going to be the problem. It, it wouldn't be fair. <sighs> I know. And that, and Mark I Scott guess was right. talking about it. said it doesn't last three rounds. Tyson Fury opens at minus 400 as a favorite. That so, sounds about right. Plus 275 for Francis Ngannou. But you know what? We'll be fun to watch. Though. I'm happy for Ngannou to go get his bag. Remember, oh, yeah. he left UFC because Dana White doesn't pay people yep. uh, the way they should be paid, at yep. least according to many fighters. Mm-hmm. And Ngannou knows the kind of draw he is. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, he's one of the, the he's the most exciting heavyweight of the last several years, and he's a true heavyweight. I mean, John Jones fights. John Jones isn't a real heavyweight. Francis Ngannou is a guy who you want to see just body people and wasn't getting the money he wanted went elsewhere and now get a huge payday against Tyson Fury good for him that'll do it for ENN presented by D'Agostino and Associates the injury firm almost 35 years of getting accident victims every dollar they deserve offices throughout New York and New Jersey 888-24-LAW-24 D'Agostino bite back thanks for listening to the Michael K Show podcast hear more of Michael Don and Peter live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York the ESPN app the TuneIn app or on your smart speaker hey Alexa play 98.7 ESPN